Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 139 in year three, and it is one of those weeks where there's not a lot of content, but I'm sure we'll put out a two-hour show because it's what we do. Uh, if I sound a little weird, I am recording in a new spot this week. I am house-sitting for my brother. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's an echo or anything like that. I am in a pretty spacious room, so... Yeah, we'll it, it sounds but, pretty good. Uh, uh, I will go ahead and awesome. warn uh, listeners as well. I have my dog next to me, so if he ends up getting up, you can definitely hear him panting. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is a Batman News Weekly on location this week, um, so we're all kind of all over the place. But we're gonna change things up this week because we're gonna knock out the comic reviews first because comics suck this week. Uh, we only had two things. I am Batman and Suicide Squad Kill Joker, or I don't even know the title is anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're both awful. Like, I, I didn't, I couldn't finish I Am Batman because I missed the last issue because uh, yeah. it was that one time when I was not, uh, I was rushing for the podcast, so you read a majority of the books. So yeah. I was already confused, and like, we'll just start off with I Am Batman. In this book, Jace apparently, I guess, got bested. Last issue by yeah, the main it was, guy? It was, it was that dude that had like that weird like Casey from freaking TMNT type mask and the freaking iron. Yeah. Yeah, so he got bested by him and it kind of got him down in the dumps. And here, it was so stupid because in the very beginning of the book, he's like, uh, basically, I'm a bitch and I need to go yeah. show my dominance to somebody else. And he goes yeah, very, and grabs very this dude. Oh, yeah. He yeah. jumps on this dude with a motorcycle and yeah. uh, just beats, start be beating the shit out of him. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. And then, the of course, the police show up right away and they're like, what are you doing? And he was all like, he was like, that you disarmed that guy. And he was like, blah, blah, blah. You guys work for me. I don't work for you. And like, just being very aggro. And I'm like, okay. I was like, Batman has anger issues every once in a while. That's fine. I hate the line that the detective was all like, you're supposed to be the greatest detective. Why aren't you detecting? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Bruce Wayne is the greatest detective. Just because there's multiple Batman doesn't mean that they're the greatest detective. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and and I would definitely know the difference because they've already said in New York the Batman is in Gotham while Batman yeah. is in New York. Like yeah. You already know there's a difference. So why would you say, "Oh, you're the greatest detective?" Yeah, I don't it know. It, it, it's dumb. So that was dumb. Then there was this I guess something happened with the mayor. And he's shady now. And he said the most political bullshit that just made my blood boil. And he was all, as a public servant, you can lose the vote of everybody but the police. And I'm like, that is the most corrupt politician bullshit I've ever <laughs> heard. And I fucking hate it because it's so true. Like, oh, yeah. you will see one side always pick the police because they're like, oh, yeah. And I have friends in the, in the police, in, like, the fucking law enforcement. And they're exactly like that. They pick the guy that backs the police. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? I was like, you have kids. You don't give a shit about your kid's future. This guy supports the police. I'm just like, it's, bro, it's granted, stupid. I love the guy. But still, we don't have to agree on everything. Um, but yeah, like it's that was such the most crummy shit. And I also hated 
that the fox because uh, that's that's his mom, right? That's Lucius or not Lucius? That's Lucius's wife, but yes. Jace's mom. Yeah. So yeah. she's all like, "We're about to invest billions into this city," and I'm like, "Bruce Wayne's billions? Like, what they the hell? still have not." We have said this time and time again, and I'm no, I know that listeners are probably tired of us saying this, but yeah. that money needs to go back to Bruce because they're not doing anything actually supportive of what Bruce thought they were going to do with that type of money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Bruce didn't even think they were going to take his money. They just said, Hey, hold this. You can have this because of all of your work at freaking Wayne enterprises. Yeah. But like he never said, Hey, you could take my money and use it as you will. At least I don't remember him saying that. And what also doesn't make sense to me is the idea that Bruce and he I mean his his woman is Catwoman. She would know how to do this as well. They know how to move money. Like they oh, are yeah. in, they are the smartest people when it comes to solving these kind of things. They know how cartels and all these people move their money. They should be able to move their money to an account that Bruce would have access to. Like, you know, makes no sense. So here's here's a question for you because i i don't know how or if they will do this in because we are seeing some weird things happen as far as like are they rebooting are they just like soft rebooting or whatever with this whole dark crisis thing yeah do you think there is ever a reality where batman is like i'm going to steal my money back that would be awesome and what you could do because people would be like well that would ruin the relationship with lucius no, what you could have is have Lucius go to Bruce at one point and be like, you corrected a wrong. Like, we were not doing what you expected us to do, and we allowed us to have a problem. And then just have Bruce forgive him. Just be yeah. like, hey, you've been a, you know, we all make mistakes. I've done things that you didn't agree with, and you've done things I don't agree with. I was like, how about this is just a new start? And we yeah. do that. And uh, yeah, I don't. That, that would be cool. It's It's something that hasn't been done. It's, you know... I always hate this idea that good people always have to do good things. You know what I mean? Like, I like the flawed things in yeah. people. You know what I mean? Uh, probably why I like Tom King so much. I hear Drew raging. Uh, what's up, Drew? Uh, but anyways, I that's why I enjoy that type of content. You know what I mean? Because everybody's flawed. I hate the idea of the p- picture-perfect you know, superhero. Um, probably why I like Batman, because he fucking fucks up a lot. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so yeah, I would, I would like that kind of story, but going on with this book, I, it got to a point where I just stopped caring. He goes to visit his sister in like the, um, what do they call it? The, uh, rehab center. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, why are you supposed to be my support system? Why are you being so glum? And he's like, nah, I'm just thinking about stuff. And at that point I just stopped reading and I just started skimming through it. And so, yeah, I lasted a little bit longer than you. So okay. Because because at one point, I feel like I started to just turn pages to look at panels and then maybe read yeah. every other piece of dialogue or whatever. So what happens after this is he talks to somebody that he met in the Second Son book that was digital okay. only. So yeah. in that in that book, he went to like this like private school that that Lucius sent him to for basically for like bad kids. And this woman that he meets is like, you can definitely tell that it'll eventually be like some sort of love interest in the future. Yeah. Um, But 
he's like, hey, you know about killing people. So can you, you know, kind of give me an insight on this character on why he would be doing this? Of course, talking about the guy that he, you know, whipped, whooped his ass or whatever. And yeah. so she's like, oh, well, you know, he has a lot of influence of this person. And it's like an artist. And mm. I really don't like this part of the book because I understand there are plenty of stories, plenty of good stories, in fact, that have that moment that a character knows something just because the, the main character needs to know that information. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's yeah. a little too convenient. That's what this was. It was more of like a, hey, here's information to just push the story forward. And you don't really like his investigating him detecting is being handed to him instead of him yeah. actually doing stuff. So that's what I didn't like about it. And like she's the like, Batman. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Like the yeah. Batman. Um, but in here, she is talking about how like, Oh, this one artist, um, he was attached to some murders, but nobody could really, sh you know, prove that it was him. But the reason why is because a lot of these murders were uh, were influenced by some of the art pieces that have been displayed in this museum. And they like walk around in a museum or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we get to see the two problematic officers that we had seen like two issues earlier, how they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, these two, you know, one's a pencil pusher, but also a really big problematic like there was two characters that were introduced very like offhandedly and they just yeah. showed the panel. They weren't really doing anything there. Well, they show them here in this book and they're off like trying to find this dude still mm. while the guys at the very end of the last issue, there was like three or four officers that are like, Hey, we're going to put the law into our own hands because the commissioner died in yeah. the last issue so there's some rogue officers that are wanting to just go out and kill this guy and so you can clearly see how these two teams you know the clean cops quote-unquote and the dirty cops are going to probably have a conflict over trying to capture this i wouldn't even say super villain but this new yeah. dude in new york city well this all comes down to them finding uh this like paper mache type of collage in this uh -huh. abandoned warehouse that people think that is the home base of this villain. And you start to learn that, okay, he is also like Batman. Cause that's what he said. And he wants to kill corrupted people. Well, the person that is on the collage of this paper mache thing is the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that. that's, that's how the book ends. So it was very on the nose in the very beginning of this book. So it wasn't really a surprise when you turn the page and see his face plastered on that wall, you know? Yeah. So it, yeah. it this book, it, I wouldn't say this book is like urban legends yet to the point of like, mm -hmm. uh, we can let it go, but yeah. I can feel it probably getting there in the next three issues. If it doesn't, if it doesn't pick up. Yeah, especially if, like, I don't finish the book. You know what I mean? I think that's the biggest sign of just something that you're not interested in is you just choose not to finish it. You yeah. know what I mean? 
And uh, I, I say we've stayed on this book way longer than we probably should have, to be honest. But we wanted to keep giving it a chance. Um, well, but well, we wanted you know. to give the the New York Batman a chance. Yeah, true, true. And it's clearly not going in a direction that we thought it was going to go. Yeah. So I don't I don't see us keeping this book on for very long. But I don't think uh, Jice Batman went in the direction we wanted to go to begin with. Like we were expecting some big social justice type of issue with this Batman, which you could have easily done, and it would have kept the whole stigma away from Batman having to deal with that since there are fans out there that get so upset about, you know, DC having an agenda. It's like, all right, well, we created, as you guys constantly tell us out there, why don't you just create new characters and do these stories with them? Well, they did. And, you know, it, we thought it was kind of going that way, but then Ridley just changed direction and didn't even deal with that. So, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know what the fuck happened there. But anyways, let's move on to Suicide Squad kill joker or whatever the fuck this book is called i don't even care at this point um because what happened in this you know what clay you want to know something i didn't like about this book for the first time i was so shocked i hated that harley quinn was in underwear and shit in this whole book and i know that (laughs) normally i'd be like yeah you know what i mean because i'm just fucking that's the way my brain works but i was so annoyed like just i was like why is harley in her underwear i was like i know she was just a stripper but, like, this is comic books where people can jump into a full layered costume in seconds. Yes. Like, Harley could have easily been back in her costume. But they kept her in her underwear the whole fucking comic book. And I'm like, all right, that was just randomly annoying. Um, I, It turns out that the Suicide Squad doesn't even know the other people that were attacking them. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? They're the original Suicide Squad. Like, Juice, here's here's the biggest problem with this, okay? And I know that it falls on us to be prepared for this podcast and to be prepared for the books that we read. Mm -hmm. Do you know how long it has been since we've read issue two? I would say at least, I don't know, last year? Last year. Yeah, I can believe it. Last year, we read issue two. That's insane. Reading reading this, I had no clue what the fuck was going on. I remembered that the Suicide Squad showed up at the end of the last one, and that was it. That's That was it. I, all I remember is is I remembered, oh, Peacemaker is, is here. Cool, yeah. they're putting him into another book. And that's all I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remembered Harley stabbing Joker as well. I had remembered that. But oh. they reshow it in this book. They yeah. reshow it in this book. So, yeah, this was really weird because Suicide Squad, who was supposed to kill Joker, ends up teaming with Joker to fight this other squad. And essentially, people are just dying left and right because they're being shot at this whole time. And they end up saving Joker, getting him away. They're still being shot at. Plastique, I believe what her name was, the girl that explodes, ends up getting shot up. And she's all like, throw me at them. So they throw her at one of the vehicles and it blows the uh, blows up the vehicle. I thought that was kind of cool. And then they get to a where they get to, of course, an amusement park. Yeah. And it's Joker's area. And Harley's like, I'm not going in there. And they're like, oh, come on, don't be a bitch. Like, let's just go yeah, in there. She- like, I'm not going in there. 
she's like, what'd she say? If you go in there, you're dead. Yeah. And I I would much rather live. And I think it was uh freaking what's his name? War dog or whatever his name is, is like yeah. hey sugar tits. Like we yeah. need to freaking and I was just like, what the fuck is going on in this freaking yeah. book? Man? Well they they changed his whole persona yeah. in this book. You know, they made him like white nationalist type of dude. Um, which if it's an else world, I guess, you know, you can run with that. But um yeah, so they go into this thing. Turns out Joker's a foster parent to a bunch of random kids. That was actually really fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, having all of these kids in white makeup, giant red smiles. I was like, in some, like, we've, we've all seen uh, the Batman Beyond Joker Returns. Yeah. And like, remember how creepy tim drake looked as yeah. a kid joker that's all i could imagine with these kids and i was like oh yeah fuck and what yeah, happens to random. all these kids is even more fucked up yeah like and that's another thing that i had an issue with the other suicide squad team mm-hmm. had absolutely zero dialogue in this entire book 50 pages and yeah. that other team had zero dialogue they even fight Peacemaker, and he doesn't say a damn thing. Yeah, and they fought all the children, too. They like, killed the children. All the children. Ran a, yeah, which is pretty crazy. And uh, which is funny. I'm always like, man, I want to see some kids fight, like get in, fought and beat the shit out of. I, uh, last night, because I, was, I wasn't feeling good, so I turned on a movie. I watched Tropic Thunder again. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I forgot about the scene at the very end when he's running across the bridge. He's like, I'm going to go save my son. And he comes back and the kid's stabbing him. He chunks him off the bridge. It's so funny, dude. Oh, fucking Tropic Thunder is a fucking an American oh. treasure. Um, but yeah, that shit was fucking great. Uh, anyway, so yeah, this Suicide Squad or the other Suicide Squad that they don't know about kills all these kids and... I guess they escape again, right? There was this random part where Red Hood had to fight Pebbles because he was like, "I'm not giving you the 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 fucking control thing, man. You're not a leader." Because they're still they're they're still fighting over who's gonna be the leader of this group. Yeah, and honestly, Jason Todd is the only one giving orders. So like, yeah, you assume that it's him, but I guess this this device was the device that had all their their brain bombs or whatever yeah and so they fucking break it and they're like oh shit we're all dead we're all dead we're gonna die and then like time passes and nothing happens and they're like what the fuck like yeah did we all just like we're all we were all just bait to begin with and all of this so i don't know who who wrote this i hope it's not azarello i don't think it is it azarello because if it is this is not his best work Yep, Azarello wrote it. Yeah. I look at the credits right now. Uh, yeah. Azarello with Alex Maleev on art. Uh, I I didn't get this story whatsoever. Yeah. Like, and, well, the ending you, is the worst part, right? Yes. Yeah, so they give you this like Inception type ending. Yeah. How Which, did you. This has happened multiple times in Black Label now. Yep. Because it happened in the, I think, was it the Harlequin one? Or, no, it was the other Azarello story, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The Birds of Prey? Why did he do that twice? So, I, I, 
I get the feeling, which is really stupid because the whole point of these black label books is that they're darker and you can tell stories that you can't tell in continuity. Yeah. So, which would mean these are actual like Elseworld worlds out in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So you could tell a complete story beginning to end. Anybody could die and it wouldn't affect anything. Yeah. So why give you this like, oh, you'll never know. Like you have to, you, you have, you get to choose. Did Jason shoot Joker? Yeah. Did Joker shoot Jason or did Jason shoot himself? Yeah. Yeah. And Cause I'm like, what ends up happening what? here, what ends up happening here is, uh, they get away or a lot of the characters die and Harley is just there with Jason. She saves Jason. She ends up coming through in her fucking underwear. Judo chops this, or like Hura Kanrana's this guy's neck and he dies. And she, he, Red Hood, they have a conversation and she's, he's all like, thanks for saving my life. And she's all like, he's on the beach, but you know, I'm not going over there. You can go over there, but I'm not going to do this. And he goes over there, talks to, talks to Joker and he's all like, Man, the crazies have taken over the asylum. I'm like, what? Joker saying that? Like, it's so weird. And he was all like, if you want to kill me, go ahead. I don't care. He was like, there's only one bullet in this gun, by the way. But he's also, he's saying it in a way to kind of like let Red Hood know, like, hey, man, it's not going to get better for any of us, you know? So you can either kill yourself or you can kill me. But one of us is going to have to deal with this shit, you know, forever until we're both dead. And so you just see a blam. And the whole book ends. It ends with the uh, Suicide Squad kind of closing in on them. And you don't see if Joker died or Red Hood died. And I think you were saying, like, why people do this. I think this is the killing joke syndrome. I think everybody wants to have, wants to be the killing joke. They want to write something that was supposed to be an Elseworld that was so good that it got turned into main continuity, which is very rare. Like, it's so rare that that happens. Um, But it's also because of... If you go read Alan Moore's original scripts, Batman did not kill Joker. Like, if you go read his original scripts, that's it's plain as day. But there was a theory. I don't think it was Kevin Smith, but it might have been on a Kevin Smith podcast where it was somebody originally, I don't know if this was the original artist or not, was talking to the podcaster and he was all like, yeah, this happens. He was like, oh, do you think, you think Batman let him live? And they were like, <gasps> what? are you trying to say that Batman killed Joker in Killing Joke? He's like, well, I don't know. Go back and look at those things. Like, I mean, he was laughing and then he wasn't on that final panel. Did did he live? And they're like, oh, fuck. And ever since then, like, it's been this big thing in comics okay, that yeah. Batman killed Joker, you know? Um, and I think that's what everybody wants to do. And I think that's why they leave with these Inception moments. And I just don't think it's always the best. Like, you have to have a really, really good story and then end with that. You know, yeah. that's how Inception did it. You were like, oh, shit, dream within a dream within a dream. This is just a story. Like, I didn't, there wasn't anything there for me to care that Jason wouldn't kill Joker or vice versa. Like, it made no sense. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was just all over the place. And them not knowing who the Suicide Squad is was so dumb. I just, uh, why would you even do that? They're like, these guys are stone cold killers. Like, okay, yeah, they're, they're the Suicide Squad. Like, how do you not know, how do you not know Rick Flag? Like, Rick Flag was there killing kids. Rick Flag. Yeah. Rick like, Flag. Deathstroke was there. Like, I I yeah. don't understand like the prim like I just don't understand why you'd make it that dramatic. You yeah. know? Especially like 
because he was calling this other dude uh jason was and he's like uh like the guy was like oh this that's the suicide squad he's like i thought we were the suicide squad yeah yeah were and i'm like uh okay and again this whole thing with the brain bomb thing and again you need to write something in order to make it extra dramatic right but in my head i'm just thinking if it's amanda waller she would put brain bombs in their head she may not have it in like maybe one so that way she can keep manipulating them in in certain ways but like you just set off all the bombs and kill everybody wipe bring in another team you know it just it didn't make sense yeah it was was a very messy ending the original toy man being there yeah you know, at the at the jester place, and like I don't know, man. It was just Azarello's best work has not been on Black Label, which is crazy. Um, although he did do that one with Lieber Mayhu that was really good. Uh, I forgot yes, what it was called. The, Damn, that was well, the uh, yeah, yeah. That was the last good thing he did, I think. So, yeah, honestly. and then he babysat he babysat Frank Miller on that awful fucking superman runner whatever it was called <laughs> yeah. yeah um but uh, anyways that's it for comics it was garbage this week so let's move on to questions we got some in discord and we got some in youtube i believe yes so let me go ahead and grab the youtube question um, it is from our friend Raphael. He says, hello, I have not read the comics this week. I hope there are some good ones. I have. <laughs> I was listening to Clay Mann's interview. Very, very interesting. I am yeah, not we didn't going... watch this. Oh, the, that was the one from the... Uh... Bat Force. I haven't got Bat around Force to watch, listening to it yet. Yeah, yeah. So he says, I am not going to ask you what your first Batman comic was, but rather ask you if you have always been attracted to the character in the same way or is there a movie animation or book that changed the way you looked at him or your vision of him using myself as an example i used to think he was cool uh but didn't have him uh didn't love him so to speak until i saw a little story called working through the pain from batman gotham knight an anime movie I won't spoil it because I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, That story made me change my entire outlook about him. It made me see this character uh, is deeper and richer than I imagined. So I have seen that anime. Um, Technically, it is actually... Is it the one with Bane? Where he's like, is he scrolling shit or no? It's not that one. No, no, no. Where he turns into a bat and a scrolling shit? No, okay. no, no. It's actually if it's actually that. on HBO Max. If you okay. if you watch it, it's an anthology of stories, and the uh, the whole thing from beginning to end is technically uh, the bridge between Batman Begins and the Dark Knight. So oh, okay. it's supposed to establish like more of the Batman mythos within the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, very very interesting. Um, working through the pain was quite possibly my favorite out of that whole anthology. Um, probably one of the better animation styles in that uh movie as well. Uh, but very, very cool. Uh, so Juice, what do you think? Was there something that changed your mind about the character other than just like always being in love with him or what? 
Um, I mean, yeah, I I don't think I was always in love with Batman, but I grew up with Batman though. So like, I it's very hard to discern like when you fell in love with something when you grew up with it. You know what I mean? Because like, I can tell you that Dragon Ball Z is still my favorite anime from when I was a kid. Like, and I started watching that in middle school because I would run home. Granted, I would run to my grandfather's car and then run out of the car and run home and run into the house. <laughs> but to catch it right when it was coming on. And I'd be like, yeah. And I watched the same fucking episodes over and over. And that's where I think my, I guess, love or just tolerance of watching the same shit came from. And yeah. I think everybody does that. But I, I've watched Friends from beginning to end like 20 times. Like it's, I can just leave it on in the background um i do i just watched all the pirates of the caribbean movies again like um oh yeah i saw you talking about that in the yeah yeah. and i i just love watching stuff i love watching stuff that i i already know what's gonna happen but i'll stop at moments and be like oh this is that part and so when it comes to batman i grew up with the animated series and i thought the animated series was phenomenal but at the same time i was also watching spider-man animated series i was watching x-men and so i was just into like watching superhero stuff it wasn't until I got, I read Hush that I think I fell in love with the character. And the reason why is I was never a person that bought comic books, but I was dating this girl at the time. And I must have really still liked Batman at that time because she started buying me Batman shit. And I think the mm-hmm. only way your girl ever is going to buy you something like that is if you talk about it or she knows that you're into it, right? So yeah. I don't know if I was playing the games a lot at the time or what, but... She ended up started buying me Batman stuff and she ended up buying me. She went to like half price books or something like that. And she bought me a bunch of comic books and these happened to be Gotham central. So I was just like, huh? I was like, okay, these are, she just bought me like cool cover art. And I was like, this yeah. is cool. Let's go back to this place where you bought these comics and see if there's any more. And I went and I checked them out. I bought a majority of the Gotham central whole series like nice. uh, from this place. And then I just, I was like, she she was really into reading, and so we went to like Barnes and Noble, and I was like, "Let me go check out the comic section." And I don't remember if she bought me Hush like for maybe my birthday or Christmas or something like that, or if I bought it during one of these like Barnes and Noble or Bo- Borders was a thing at the time, yeah. uh, Borders runs, and I just ended up falling in love with it. I was like, just to think that something could be so like, you know, everybody thinks of movies like Seven and shit like that when it comes to detective and crazy shit. I read yeah. that in a comic book that was Hush. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like the twists and turns and the mystery. And I was just like, holy shit. And uh, it had a little bit of romance. When when he fought Superman, I lost my fucking shit. <laughs> like it blew my mind. Because I, I had never known that they had fought before. I don't really even remember thinking about the Dark Knight at that point. Uh, I might I might have seen art from that. But I had never saw Batman fight Superman. And this is when he's punching him with the kryptonite ring. And so I'm yeah. like, oh. And so um, I just thought it was fucking phenomenal. And that's where I fell in love with Batman, I think, if I had to pinpoint. But I've always liked him, so, you know. I can tell you two instances where I thought, like, oh, this is who Batman is, and Mm -hmm. I dig it. So um, my dad's side of the family, uh, or just my dad, is a huge Superman fan, and he got me into Superman. Uh, And, of course, my older brother was into Superman because of it. And when we lived together, when we were in high school, um, we unfortunately had to share a room, but he had Superman bedsheets 
And I was like, mm-hmm. fine, if you get Superman bed sheets, I'm getting Batman bed sheets. And so I always started like I wasn't even into Batman, but yeah. I started to pretend that I was into Batman just because I was like, oh, well, if you like Superman, I have to like Batman. He's like, shut up. No, you don't. Superman's better. Just why don't you just agree that Superman <laughs> is great? You know, and I was just like, no, no, Batman, yeah. Batman's Batman's better. Like, look, look at his bed sheets. They're better than mm-hmm. yours. And like just pissing him off the entire time. So my dad was like, okay, well, if you're going to actually start reading these things, let me get you some of these trades. I read the novelization of Death of Superman, the life and death of Superman. And Mm -hmm. in the actual, it happens in the comic, but in the novelization, I think it's worded a lot better. Um, At Superman's funeral, um, Mm -hmm. you see everybody carrying the casket, but you don't see Batman. And then you see this guy in the side of like, because it's like a parade type of thing for this funeral. And you see a guy just like standing next to a building and he's being really shady and he has a bomb attached to his chest. And he's like, I'm going to blow this whole thing up, going to ruin Superman's parade and it's going to be great. And everybody will remember my name. And all of a sudden he gets Mm. freaking grappling hooked and pulled all the way to the roof and you see Batman. And Batman was like, this is Metropolis. This isn't Gotham. Yeah. If it was Gotham, I would beat the ever living shit out of you. Yeah. But because it's Superman's day, I'm going to let you live. And then he disarms the bomb and lets him hang from the, from the building watching Hmm. Superman's funeral. So I was like, that's pretty badass. And then the second time uh, that I got like a good idea of what kind of character Batman is, is infinite crisis where the trinity wonder woman superman and batman are talking about some things that are about to happen and batman gives the famous line superman the only inspiration you gave people was when you were dead and i was like oh shit okay that was a hardcore line (laughs) and so i'm like okay so this is a character that is a hero but is not afraid to like stand up to people who are bigger than him and that's what i really enjoy about the character of batman of course i didn't really get into batman comics until i started this podcast but i was still reading stuff um it was because of you that i read all of snyder's new 52 run and the craziness of the court of owls and things like that. But honestly, it's the, the small little snippets that I got before all of that, of just him, you know, in hush going toe to toe with Superman. Like that is fucking badass. Um, So I, I would say death of Superman and uh, infinite crisis were the two books that opened my eyes to the character of Batman. Nice, nice. Good shouts. Good shouts. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and move on to uh, Discord, which, Clay, do you have any... I mean, I think the people want to know, man, what's been going on? I huh? have been slacking. Slacking. <laughs> and I am sorry, guys. Because the thing is, I use the Reminders app on the iPhone. And mm. I need to learn how to spread some of the Reminders out because if I have a remind, If I have two or more reminders at the exact same time, they just stack. And I only see the top one. I don't see any of the other ones. So Mm -hmm. the, you know, I I say BNW listener questions uh, at 12 PM, but I also have 
like, oh, read the comics for this week on at 12 p.m. also. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you shit. gotta put it at 12:15 yeah. or 12:30. Yeah. Something like exactly, that. exactly. Yeah. I need to spread them out just a little bit so that way I can see them all. So I usually just ignore it because I'm seeing other notifications rather than the the question one. And then mm-hmm. I get the notification, either you or yeah. Ethan last week. And I'm just like, oh, shit. So they have been, the call for questions have been coming out a little bit later. That will not happen next week. I am going <laughs> to be in my new office. I will be a little bit more comfortable at my desk and everything. Basically in the old groove that I was in. So it'll be a little easier for me to jump on that. So first question was from if i remember here is uh oh gosh well it was uh (laughs) from this is gonna be a part of the news but because we're doing questions first um bats asks what is your thoughts on the nightwing Fortnite glider in gotham knights we have a lot of questions regarding gotham knights yeah um initial thoughts they all look kind of weird. Like J- Jason jumping on spirit soul energy or whatever. Fucking weird. Um, we're going to talk a lot about it, so I don't want to say too much, but I will say yeah, yeah. the Fortnite thing does look kind of, it looks very Fortnite-y. I did not even think about it until somebody put a side-by-side to it. And I was like, oh, this. I was just like, why would you do that to me? Yeah. Why? Because I would even like, just change it to instead of a glider, put it on his back, like put a yeah. jetpack on him or something. Because yeah. now that I see it, I'm just like, that's gonna bother me so much. Do you know what's gonna happen now? They're gonna put that glider in Fortnite. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of opinions on that game, so we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later for sure. Yeah, um, so the next question is. Uh, Red Hood, uh, how do you feel about being late, Clay? Um, I said, I, 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 I am immensely <laughs> sorry, Red Hood. Um, he says, not nah, but for real. If you had to choose one good thing about Tin, uh, Tynan's run, except the art, but specifically Tynan as a writer, what would it be? Damn, I took I, away the easy answer. Uh, no, there's one easy answer that he kind of left at the wayside until like random issues. Uh, Harley Quinn. For some reason, he was able to write oh, yeah. Harley Quinn yeah. perfectly. Um, yeah. Almost at the beginning to his run to the end of his run. But the thing is, she only was there in spurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of trying to make Ghostmaker a thing, he should have made Harley Quinn a little bit more of center stage. Because yeah, I would have enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought at the start of this, he was going to make Harley Quinn part of the Bat family. And you could say that he did, but not the way I think he should have. Um, and I thought he was going in that direction, but she kind of just did her own thing after a while. And granted, that's probably what Harley would do. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was kind of weird. But yeah, he wrote her so well. And I'm not going to lie. And I said this right at the start. And unfortunately, people are trying to make everybody else stick around except for this character. But I said that... Um, What's her face? Uh, oh my god, what's her name? Uh, the girl. Rachel Molly? The, no, the other one. Um, the bad one. Joker's girlfriend. Um, oh, uh, oh, oh shit. Um, yeah, I forgot her name. I, I, I don't know why I keep saying Peacemaker, but it's like 
It's not. No. It's um Okay, so there's there's Jester, there's Joker. Miracle Mo- Oh shit. I'm genuinely blanking on her name right now. I don't remember her name. Yeah, anyways, that chick um i said she was gonna stick around that was gonna be the one thing that people cared about or remembered um but yeah it's like on the tip of my tongue and it's annoying yeah (laughs) it's like does it have to do something with cards i don't remember something to do with cards um Uh, jester blotty blotty blah i don't fucking remember uh, her name okay hold on hold on oh by the way uh, uh-huh. since we're since we're kind of talking about it, uh, Juice, if you want to, um, Multiverses Closed Alpha is signing up right now. Up to oh, are they doing uh, that still? Yes, they are. I made two accounts, so hopefully I will get chosen. Um, oh shoot, what is her name? Uh, punchline. I punchline to do with. I was like, I just typed in Joker's girlfriend. Harley pops up first, and then it's punchline. <laughs> um punchline well yeah i mean i guess there goes my theory of everybody remembering her but uh no i think her design was really good and i think what they were doing with her was interesting i wouldn't say it was mm-hmm. fucking iconic but yeah tynan it the thing that sucks about tynan's run ultimately is it had a lot of potential yeah and he just shat the bed because i have said it and i will say it till the dawn of time and i would tell him to his face if we ever got to have a conversation but freaking what he could have done with the designer the designer could have been the next hush and he fucking shat all over that by making a joker um and it sucks the designer was just a filler to get to joker war which was unfortunate and you would have thought he would have learned from daddy snyder that you make your arcs for themselves and not to feed another arc because that didn't really happen um with snyder so um but yeah so there is that i think um that answers that question right there uh next up we have uh charlie and charlie says you're writing batman who is it okay you're writing batman who is a throwaway character you're creating solely to kill off so i would say we're not going to give original characters because juicy eventually wants to actually write for batman and i know some of those details so hypothetically what kind of creator character would you create like just this if you had to do something on top of your head i would probably see because would you introduce them early and kill them at the very end or would you do do it within an arc i think the the characters that i like to see that eventually die you need to have a connection with so yeah. you, I don't want to create a character to kill them on off of the on the same page or like just mm-hmm. a, a flip later on a, t- a page yeah. turn later. Um, so I think I would introduce them early on. Get you know because I mean eventually you will hear if audiences are actually caring about that character or not. Yeah. Um, but you know the hope is okay. People are agreeing with this character. People are wanting this character more and more. And that's when you just, you know, pull the rug right from under them and just be like, nah, they're dead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 12 issues is good enough, as we learned earlier this year. So, <laughs> um, or was it 10 issues? Might have been 10 issues. It was it was, was 10 it? issues for the for the House of Gotham. Yeah. Okay. 10 issues is all you need, people. Um, but yeah, I don't know. if 
it, it's very hard because yeah, I would love to write Batman someday, so I definitely have some ideas. Um, and I have some characters, and I I don't think I'm at the point where I'm like, do I want to kill them off? But I have thought about it. You know what I mean? Uh, because it's kind of just what you do. Like, I've never liked the idea. Because the thing is, I think it's kind of stupid in comics where people, they're like, oh, we got to create these characters to stick around for a really, really long time because I want to make money off of them. If your character's good enough, people are going to still make statues and shit out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And somebody along the line, since you don't get to own these characters, is going to bring your character back if it was good enough. Um, yep. Which blows my mind that Phantasm never came back. Like, Phantasm must have been on, like, the S tier, like, you do not touch these characters. Because how have we never seen Phantasm in the comics is insane. I I can see them being like, no, you cannot touch that character. Yeah, because you couldn't do that with was... Dr. Manhattan. Like, he was like S tier for a long time. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it was more along the lines of like a Bruce Tim saying, hey, your writers can never bring this character yeah. to the comics, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is nuts. Um and I hope again. I, I we didn't. I guess we didn't really talk about it in the Discord with anybody. But the idea of you know Tom King, we assume we won't find out till this last this last issue, which they're really promoting it as like the final like wedding issue. So I don't know how much we're gonna get solved. But if she died, I really like that because then it's like all right, nobody should be able to use Phantasm anymore. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she got used in this one series, and that's it. Which is what they should do with Joker, but they won't. You know what I mean? Um, and I wish Joker would just go away for a while. Uh, we've said that a million times, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I can really answer that question, but I do think that I would create some characters if I had to pick somebody that made something. I've always said that Clown Hunter should have died. Clown Hunter was the perfect character that you could have built up. He could have been a spunky kid that wanted to save Gotham and help because of whatever he wanted to do, goes up against Joker and dies, and he's just another inspiration for Batman. You know what? Clown Hunter could have been the first the kid. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. he's just this nobody kid that thinks he wants to be a somebody and then gets yeah. absolutely slaughtered by the Joker. Yeah. Like that would have been like, oh, that's fuck. exactly how I would have killed him. And you could have focused on him a little bit more by having like little snippets every comic book of him fighting one guy and then fighting two guys and like saving somebody and being like, I'm gonna rid the world, I'm gonna rid Gotham of all you damn clowns. And like you could have had, you know, the symbolism of him getting his ass beat and getting back up and being like, I'm still here. But unfortunately, we know that Tynan wanted to ruin everything Tom King did, so he wouldn't have done that. But, yeah. like, that symbolism would have been so awesome. Because if you do a mirroring moment like that, and you're just like, oh, fuck, he's like a mini Batman that kills. Um, <laughs> but, like, you could have done that. And then, of course, Batman would go up against Joker. So you see fucking him going up the tower because Joker was in a tower, fighting his way up there and being like, I'm here to kill you. Like, that's the way the, the book ends. Like, I'm here to beat you. And then he fucking dies in the next issue. Would have been so good. Yeah, And then Batman arrives at that time, like, what the fuck, Joker? And he's like, oh, you're finally here. And then they do their battle. Like, but it would have been fantastic. But no, didn't. Like, we got some other bullshit. We got some random-ass bullshit of Joker having a bomb tied around him 
with Harley shooting him in the face and some other bullshit. Like, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So that's what I would say. Sorry, Charlie. I couldn't really give you anything. I just don't want to throw out all my ideas, you know? Um, We got the Ponderer. Yeah. After seeing the disgusting gameplay of Gotham Knights and designs, what is your favorite suit for the Bat family? Basically, Pick Nightwing, one. Red he wants Hood, one for Robin everybody. That that's too much. No, I'm 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 gonna say Nightwing. Um, Nightwing, my favorite costume for Nightwing, and it's quite possibly everybody's like least favorite. Is my favorite is the blue and yellow, like seventies disco suit. I love it. I don't know why. Ugh. I just love it. <laughs> yeah, that's. So I gross. hope. I hope that armor. That suit is in Gotham Knights because I oh, will wear it. I that's will. So wear bad. It. <laughs> I mean, that suit's probably better than those weird Power Ranger outfits they gave them because those are disgusting. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, so it's so bad, man. Uh, anyways, I will go with the like OG Red Hood. Um, I like just the red helmet with the jacket like solid classic red hood none of this new bullshit that they're trying to do make him look like an x-men and have batons and shit like that why is everybody gotta have batons man what's up with batons like it's, i understand it for it's the Nightwing. it's the like billy club like hey yeah. i'm i'm gonna be grounded and you know be able to scrap on the street like yeah. that's that's the idea and it's if, just like if yeah if i ever get a chance to ride red hood uh in at any point um i would i would do that thing that i suggested before where he should have a cachet of just joke bullet things like just kind of alternatives that they're non-lethal Trick but bullet, they're yeah. like yeah they're like arrow i don't understand why batman has they've never done that like we've done all this crazy shit with red hood but he's still just he uses rubber bullets he says but just have him do other shit explosive bullets all this kind of shit i don't understand why you don't have that um with every type of weapon that's ever been made in the Batman universe, he doesn't have that kind of shit, which is weird. Um, so yeah, I, I would go Red Hood. What else? What else we got? We got Young. How would Batman feel if he met Ethan? <laughs> um, tired. Um, I would say because he wouldn't be able to. He, I think he, he Batman would end up being how. I, I get eventually where he would just ignore. He would just stop talking. He would side eye. He would just not talk anymore. Have you ever? <laughs> do you know what it would be? Um, you. Uh, oh my God, Ethan. Uh, this would be Ethan's origin story. Um, have you ever seen The Incredibles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ethan would be syndrome. <laughs> oh, he would be right. Ethan would become a villain. I, I think so. Uh, Arwitz, uh, finally says top three places to eat. I'm heading to Austin in a few weeks. Um, if you mean Austin, Texas, I would suggest there's this place called Gordo's. I think it's what it's called. And it is a burger place that has donut buns and it's fucking delicious. They have a burger called, um, the Ron Burgundy or the Burgundy, I think or something. It's, it's after fucking Anchorman. And it is a burger with avocado, um, bacon, uh, and it has an egg on it. Oh, it's so fucking delicious. And it's made on burger dough buns. They had one here in SA at the Riverwalk, but 
it they opened it right before COVID started, and then it COVID killed it. So unfortunately, we didn't get to. I didn't get to go visit this location, but I believe it's still open in Austin. I would go there. Um, there's some nice sushi places in Austin, or I should say ramen places. I forget what it's called though. Uh, but there's so many places, man. Uh, it all depends is, on what you're wanting to do too, or what you're interested there in. There is either a ramen or a pho place in Austin that Abby likes to take me. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, shoot. Actually, yeah, I don't know, but uh, there's a shitload of barbecue places. Um, Franklin's is you would have to get in line to try their food because it's super, super popular. And I'm talking about you'd have to get up like at 6 a.m. or something like that to get in line yeah. or 7 a.m. I'm not too sure, but it is fire barbecue, it's pretty delicious. So I've had yeah, very little of it. I have not visited like big restaurant places in Austin, unfortunately. Oh, really? um, I'm you like the only time that I'm in Austin to like be in Austin uh, mm-hmm. is usually for South by Southwest. So I'm right there yeah. on sixth street, just like walking up and down and I just grab whatever is there. Um, or I'm like around near like the countryside of Austin. Um, yeah. So I'm not like deep in the heart of Austin, unfortunately. Um, yeah. I, but I have always heard that they're, they're, Japanese and Vietnamese restaurants in Austin are amazing. So if you're into that, totally go. Yeah, it's been a hot minute since uh, we went. Me and Clay were actually going to go to Austin. Uh, was it the start of this year? We we're supposed yeah, to go in January. I was like, oh man, yeah. it's going to be my birthday weekend. We're, like, I found a, uh, a a shop that was like really big into like manga and stuff. Yeah, and like right before we were about to go, Texas was like. Oh, record high for COVID cases are like I was like, yeah, oh, shit. yeah, it was pretty bad. I was also really poor at the time too, so I was like, yeah, can we wait? Um, and then we just kept putting it off because it kept getting worse and worse. So we we're just like, fuck it. And then Clay started moving and doing all this shit. So it's like, ah, we'll, we'll do it when we do it. Um, but uh, yeah, so have fun in Austin. Uh, hopefully, you have a good time. Um, so yeah, was but that's that it for the oh, last? Question? I think it's it. I don't think there was anything prior to that. So, yeah, no. Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, hold on, let's see. Uh, hey, Clay and Juice, this is something from Red Hood said last week. Uh, I didn't know if you mentioned it on Batman News Weekly. I wasn't paying attention. But is there any guys you chance read the free comic book? Oh, you know, I think we answered that last last yeah. week. Um. So yeah. By the way, uh, I saw that Clay man posted. He was all like. So we're not getting back cat this month because they're saying it happens in June. Yes. So, but he said FOC. He was like FOC on Sunday. What is FOC? Uh, final cutoff for pre order. Oh, pre-orders. got yeah. you. I was like, what the fuck's FOC? I was like, free comic book day. That's my dyslexia, but and I was adding <laughs> a D in there. Um, but Anna B. Uh, so Anna C. Um, no, C was it. But anyways, that's it for uh, viewer questions, ladies and gents. So now we're going to move on to the news of the week. And we should have started the podcast off with this. But uh, since we did it in reverse, I didn't. But the legend that is George Perez has passed away. I don't think we talked about this last podcast because I think it happened after. Yes, it did. So uh, unfortunately, we kind of already saw this coming. 
Uh, we already knew, we talked about it on the podcast uh, months back, that he was going to forego any kind of treatment and just kind of enjoy his last days with his wife. Uh, yeah, yeah, we talked about the idea of would if we would do that or if we would take the chance and just do the chemo or whatever. Um, yeah, it was because, I mean, he was diagnosed right off the bat with stage four. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, shit. Didn't like, that one actor have stage four cancer and he's still alive? Um, he's a really popular actor. Um, he looks like Kevin Bacon, but he's not Kevin Bacon. Um, oh, fuck. There's he's an actor that very... looks like Kevin Bacon? Yeah, an old version of Kevin Bacon. Because he has a long hair. You know how Kevin Bacon has that longish hair? Um, oh, okay, like, okay. Yeah, I forget yeah. his name, but um, he's a very popular actor. And I pretty sure he's still alive and he had like stage four like throat cancer lung cancer or some bullshit i think he's still alive um so yeah i don't know i mean i would take any chance um if there was one you know but you know uh i think george perez was probably content you know i i hope that one day i can be content you know like that because if we're going off current life expectancy for men in america i'm halfway there so I'm just like, I know, um, which is a scary thing to think about. But yeah, so he seemed like he was content. He wanted to spend his last few days with his wife and uh, he passed away. And he is a legend for anybody that doesn't know that. He's made some of the most iconic covers you'll ever see and that will be used until the world explodes. So um yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, we we wish the Perez family the best out there, and it sucks to lose another legend back to back weeks. So. Yeah, if uh, if you guys don't remember, we talked about it very very briefly last week, I believe. Um, George Perez's birthday is in June, and so mm-hmm. there will be uh, tributes to him in the June released comics, they were planning this even before his death. Uh, So it's not like a gimmick to be like, Hey, buy more comics for us. I mean, technically probably is no matter what, but it's a really cool thing. Um, It has all of the characters that he of course created in that one tribute, as well as some of the big works that he put into um, like building the DC universe. Uh, So that will be on the back of every single issue, I believe, uh, in the books that are releasing in June. So if you have a book that uh, you just really want, go grab one. Um, I'm probably going to grab one just to at least have that. Is Marvel doing something too or no? I don't know if Marvel is doing something because he also did a lot of stuff with Avengers and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Uh, didn't he do the iconic uh, power power glove of fucking, you know, gauntlet? cover yeah for Thanos? uh in, yeah. yeah the uh the infinity gauntlet yeah yeah you go there you go yeah um so yeah i mean marvel should do something i mean marvel should do something because when stan lee died dc honored stan lee <laughs> like you know that so, is also true you know i would hope marvel would do something but you know feige over there and uh, oh fuck perez probably i didn't create these things so i don't care um but anyways Uh, Another big thing that happened this week, which Clay has some insight to this. I do not because I did not listen to it. But Batman the Unburied podcast beat out Joe Rogan. I cannot believe this. Joe Rogan. That was very surprising to me. Yeah, million downloads a week or whatever it is. His audience is very large on Spotify. Batman beat out, this Batman podcast beat out Joe Rogan, which I was shocked to see that headline. I was like, what? 
Um, pretty insane. I did not listen to this though. So I, like I said, I think I listened to about three to five minutes of the first episode mm-hmm. and I was not ready for what this was. Um, you had said in the press release, they did announce that he was going to be uh, a specialist working in a morgue. I do not remember yeah. that. So like when it started, I was like, oh, maybe he's like undercover and this is just mm-hmm. all like a ruse or whatever. Uh, and then they went on to a conversation. You know, there's always the classic like, oh, you're new here. Right. And like yeah. there's this assistant to Bruce Wayne at the morgue. And so she's. Uh, she's reading the report of this dead body and uh, talking about all the injuries and everything else. And Bruce is making comments on the side, observing the body. And he's like, oh, yes, we got stabbed 60 times. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Like we were uh, lacerations were from when we got hurt doing this. And like he puts himself in the position of the dead individual okay and just the way things were going out there um within Uh within that scene i was just like yeah i don't think i was ready for this this is weird Hmm. this is like the 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 verbiage of everything and maybe it was like i legit i woke up at like 6 15 a.m Mm -hmm. and saw that it was on spotify that early literally just got my headphones put them over my head uh over my ears and just listened and i was barely awake so maybe yeah. being completely coherent now if i sit down and listen to it i might get into it mm-hmm. but I, I i just couldn't get into that first five minutes to be completely honest okay yeah um i can't say that out of all the stuff i check out when it comes to batman that audio stuff is my first thing to mm-hmm. go to it's probably my last. I'll play video games. I'll watch shows. I'll watch movies. I'll read comic books. Like audio adventures is definitely one of the last things because it's the only one that has no visual aspect. You yeah. Know? And I mean, I have a great active imagination, but sometimes I just, you know, I rather I pick music over, you know, these dramas. Granted, I do like them. I think they're cool. Um, I think it'd be something cool to throw on in the background. And I think the reason why I liked the other series i forgot what that one was called but it's like they were making it like yeah like a 50 time like or 50 ish style where it had like the transitions and it had the guy talking and shit that was really fun like i thought that was cool and if you just threw that on in the background while you're like cleaning or something i think that might be something cool to listen to but i don't know i mean i it's again this is just not something that's the first thing that's going to pique my interest yeah. So um, I haven't listened to it, but I mean, if it beat out, I wonder why it's so popular. Like, is it because of the actor? Like, probably. To be completely you know? honest, I think that is a big draw to it. Um, yeah. The main villain is also a big popular actor as well. Um, he's hmm. from. Uh, he he plays a character on Harry Potter, I think. So I mean. It has a, a pretty big fandom, so I I would assume that just the fandoms got together and they're like, hey, let's yeah. listen to this. And then indirectly, they're like, hey, F you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, probably would not be surprised if that was a little part of it. Um, which would still be really weird, though, because 
I don't, I highly doubt that that is a big part of it, but um, it's that's like a fucking maybe like two percent because there are so many other podcasts out there that people could could get behind to beat uh, Rogan. But it is if it beats the second week or the second episode. Is there multiple episodes of this? So there's two episodes out now. I don't know if any more have come out since it started. Okay. So yeah, if it were to week constantly keep beating, that would be very, very intriguing. That means it would should be probably really good, I would think. Uh, but anyways, so there is that news. But now let's go on to our main topic of the week. And that is Gotham Knights. Now, we were excited to see gameplay for this. And they had dropped that we were going to get some Red Hood and gameplay stuff uh, a couple days ago. And it was yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, that they showed this gameplay. And I did not, I forgot about this completely until I saw my Discord popping off, making jokes about this game, and seeing Ethan, of all people in our Discord, talking shit about the game. And I'm like, Ethan? Mr. Everything that Batman does is great. Gotham is the greatest show of all time, um, which at the moment, I don't know what Gotham is anymore. So um, if go check out the Discord lore to find out what, what that makes sense about. But um, yeah, he was saying he's not a fan of it. But then again, Ethan also only ever plays one game in his whole life, and that is Bat- the Batman Arkham series. So like, yeah. you're playing the best thing ever, and you're getting a a spinoff of it. Spinoffs are never better than the originals, so you're already doing a disservice to yourself, I think. I will say, after watching the footage, there's a lot to comment about, but the fighting doesn't seem as good as the Arkham games. No, it doesn't. I made the comment here on Discord. The fighting style of Nightwing alone uh, Mm. seems a little bit more stiff than i would like yeah uh and the very unfortunate thing uh i i was making the joke about how the suicide squad is gonna be gonna be like the avengers game yeah this is starting to look a lot like the avengers game that's what i thought too and i was just like and and i didn't buy that game the only thing that is different here is that gotham looks to be because it's only one it's it's not like you're traveling to different maps yeah it's just gotham and then the different corners of gotham have different terrain depending on like if you're going to go fight mr freeze things are going to be a little bit colder there's going to be snow and whatnot blah 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 so like you can get away with saying, oh, no, this is open world because it's Gotham. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. traveling to different parts of the world like you were in Avengers, having to do long load times and things like that. But the fighting styles, the way the items drop and you collect things, I will say this, the the loadouts that they showed for mm-hmm. Nightwing, I thought that looked pretty cool. You can have different types of like, okay, I know I'm going to go fight Mr. Freeze, so, you know, the this armor is like freeze. Uh, it's freeze resistant. You know, the uh, I can I can add heat to my batons or do whatever. Like, I, I don't know if you can do that specifically, but I know that there are different aspects to each type of armor that you can put onto your character. Yeah. Uh, and of course, they have different looks. Uh, 
so I thought that was pretty cool. But again, you know, looking at the the traveling of the character, mm-hmm. Nightwing was okay until somebody said Fortnite. I was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I was I was even okay with Red Hood because I was thinking, okay, you know, he was resurrected. That went that within itself is a part of the like supernatural aspect of the Batman lore in yeah. in comics. So I was like if they stretch that a little bit, I'm okay with this type of traveling. But now I'm thinking, what's going to happen to Batgirl and Robin? Because we've already yeah. seen Robin has this kind of almost teleportation type thing. And we yeah. saw that in the very beginning when they first debuted this gameplay. Mm-hmm. How, like, What kind of traveling aspect is Batgirl going to have? I hope she has grappling because I already called dibs on Batgirl. So I'm like, yeah, I'm the only real one. Woo! <laughs> so I hope she has grappling because it would be stupid that, like, I understand because you mentioned that if they all had grappling, that people would say that's lazy, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, they didn't even try to make them different. I mean, you could have had the style of grappling be different. You know what I mean? Like the way they swing yeah. and shit like that. Um, but if none of them have grappling, that's going to be stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but at this point, it doesn't seem like Nightwing or Red Hood would need any type of grappling because of the damn glider and powers that they have. Uh, but to be honest, we do play Horizon, and we see that there's a glider and grappling in that game. Yeah. So it could be something like that. Which, that game feels more Batman than some Batman games. Because the way she <laughs> grapples and does shit... Yeah. is pretty awesome the way you sneak around and stuff yeah for sure mm-hmm. uh i will say after this footage man i am a little on the fence um i i mean i don't pre-order i don't really ever really pre-order games unless i know for sure it's going to be a banger um and there's like some good you know perks to ordering um i, I might wait 24 hours and see what happens or you know they're probably <laughs> the early reviews in the last minute like ah yeah i mean i mean i'll wait and see what happens like there's gonna be reviews that come out early right and if dude i think if this thing is like anywhere close to 70 that means it's a bad game oof because 80 anything in the 80 range that's good that's decent but 70, I think just games like this, people are going to be like, well, it's Batman, so it's it's kind of fun. I think there's going to be a little bias there, you yeah. know? And so that means it's worse than it is. And, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I will say I'm a little worried. And I wonder if this is why Suicide Squad delayed it. They're like, yo, we look they- too much like this other game and i think it's funny that we're talking about this because uh discord is still popping off about this right now uh they're talking about the pre-order bonus which is the uh bat cycle that everybody gets in the game um yeah regardless of if you're nightwing red hood you know tim drake robin or uh or batgirl uh i the problem is with me in video games, uh, especially with my nerdum. Um, if it's superhero related, I'm always gonna play it. Uh, is okay. is the problem that I have? Because uh, I'm just like, ah, oh, you know, these are the games that I enjoy, so I'm gonna definitely play it. 
I was going to go digital deluxe if they had it. Mm-hmm. Seeing this, I may go the route of Horizon. Um, Horizon, I did not pre-order until about 17 hours before the game was available. Um, okay. So I will also be waiting as well. Uh, I think it'll be, you know, okay as far as like, you know, the pre-order bonus of the bike or whatever. I was, well, there is another pre-order bonus if you get, uh, I can't remember which version, but I showed you guys the costumes for that pre-order. Yeah. And it looked very like symbiotic. It was very weird. Uh, Venom-esque for everybody, almost robotic also. Um, Don't know what they're doing with that kind of, it's It's called boosted gear, I think. Or beyond style suits is what they're calling them. I'm really afraid that uh, these guys looked at the market of that of Fortnite, of Warzone, Mm -hmm. of everything else. They're like, oh, well, we can just start releasing costumes and people will just buy the costumes and, you know, we'll make our money that way. Um, And people need to stop looking at those games for inspiration. You need to start looking at Elden Ring because Elden Ring came out with a full feature game that people were playing 100 to almost 200 plus hours and not having to like be burnt out on it. Like, yeah. If you can uh... give give me an Elden Ring type of Batman game with all Mm -hmm. those villains and, and stuff, that would be fucking amazing. That would be awesome, to be honest. Um, and maybe this is why Gotham Knights isn't connected to the Arkham, you know, the Arkham games. Because they were like, yeah, we don't want to be associated with that idea that y'all have over there. So maybe this is why it's not going to happen. Although it does feel super connected because they're still kind of like Batman's died or whatever. Um, which is what happened at the end of the Arkham series. But... Yeah, man, I don't know. Um, and unfortunately, um, Kevin Conroy has confirmed that there is nothing in the works because, you know, you have to start working on that stuff years in advance and he hasn't been talked about or he hasn't been told anything. I mean, if he was, um, I mean, I guess they could be doing something without him, but I doubt they would because uh, he was the voice of all those anyways. Uh, but for the most part, man, yeah, this is going to be a wait and see thing because I will say the first trailer that came out when we saw it, uh looks cool like when when batgirl was fighting mr freeze and stuff like that stuff looked interesting so maybe they just showed the shittiest stuff they could um yeah. but yeah night and again I, t- I, great. I told uh who i think i told ethan i was like one and and, and just everybody in discord in general i said the very first words you see on the screen when you start to see the footage is mm. uh in progress so you know that that is like hey if people don't like this we can always change it you know yeah yeah, Uh, yeah. hopefully (laughs) hopefully that's that's the that's the big promise at at the moment there is a release date for this yep october will it get pushed is what i'm curious about um but at that point how do you save it you know what i mean like you can only do so much. You'd have to redo the whole game. They can only I change mean, so much. I think, like, honestly, if you were to change the glider to the glider he had in 
uh, Batman the Animated Series, where it was mm-hmm. almost just like the the pole that you hold on to, and it was the the glider. I would be fine with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think gliders have just been so much associated with Fortnite now that no matter what kind of glider he has, they're going to be like Fortnite. Um, but I mean, again, uh, I think it was red hood. That was like, just give red hood a motorcycle to go around Mm -hmm. in. And then once he needs to get on a building, let him grapple. Like he doesn't need to do aerial travel Mm -hmm. for everything. Yeah. And if that's the case, yeah. I may not even use aerial travel for the entire game. If if I if I decide to be Nightwing, I'm just like, eh, I'll only use it when it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, there's definitely gonna be missions where you have to do that. Um, the like going up to cars and pulling people out and fighting them looked kind of cool. Yeah, um, that looked interesting. So hopefully there'll be more good things than bad things when it comes to the gameplay of the game. Um, I think at the end of the day, you just want a game where you can beat the shit out of people. And I think that's what hopefully we'll get that. But yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it is, you know, I'm not as excited as I want it to be. That's all I'll say at the end of watching that video. But I think that is all we have, ladies and gentlemen. There's no breaking news while we're recording this at all. But uh, yeah, Clay, what do you got going on for this week, man? This week, um... Coming up on Star Wars Alliance, we are reviewing a book called Kenobi. It is a Star Wars legacy book that is in preparation uh, for the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series that we are going to be reviewing on uh, Friday, uh, on the Friday that it drops um, on DC. Um, It seems like there is new slash old slash I don't even know kind of news coming out for Urza Miller now. Uh, or Ezra, right. sorry, Ezra Miller. Um, apparently, the reason why he got into these fights o- were over NFTs. Um, what? Yeah, that's that's new information. Uh, I guess we might be talking about that. Um, but there really isn't been a whole lot of news for much of anything. Um, so just keep an eye out on my Twitter account at Fanboy Clay on Twitter. Um, and you know, I'll I'll let you know what is coming up on some of my podcasts. Interesting, interesting. Um, I am currently, uh, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, house sitting for my brother. I will be here for another few days until Sunday, and I'm just trying to record a bunch of fucking content while I'm here, and I don't have to bother my my family at my old house uh, or at my house is what I should say. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm going to be doing all week. Um, we're going to try to have a Friday the 13th stream tomorrow if we can, but anxiety was not my friend yesterday during stream, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, just come hang out, check out the channels, um, which is always posting stuff. Uh, I may or may not be posting this on the same day that it gets recorded, so yeah, uh, whatever you just heard should be factual information from Clay. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay, I am Juice Wayne, and remember, Batman is awesome. Batman!